Hey guys, welcome back to Handling It. I'm your host, Catherine, and as you know, I thought I had my life all figured out, and then I realized I actually didn't, but I'm handling it. And one of the best ways I've learned how to do that is to talk with others about how they're handling their own lives. Well, for those of you who tune in each week, you know that we've talked about social media several times on the podcast before. And while social networks have a lot of positives, they also have their fair share of negatives. One of which is their almost ironic tendency to isolate users rather than bring them together. Today's guest is responding to this problem by putting the social back in social networking. Ashley Sumner is the founder of Quilt, a supportive audio social network app that's centered around self-care and the belief that conversation brings people closer together. Quilt provides all users with the opportunity to start a conversation, as hosts initiate live dialogues on spirituality, mental health, dating and relationships, and career advice. And what I love is that in doing this, Quilt not only offers users a lovely audio community, but it allows every user's voice to be heard. And not only is it free to download, but there are no fees to use it. Ashley will be sharing with us today how she founded Quilt, what sets the app apart from other social networks, and how the pandemic transformed the company. I can't wait for you to hear from her, so you know what to do. Turn up the volume, get comfortable, and I hope you enjoy. All right, Ashley Sumner, you're the founder and CEO of the audio social networking app, Quilts. Thank you for coming on to chat about your journey, founding the company and your whole experience sort of launching the new phase of it during the pandemic. Thank you for having me. It's awesome to be here. Of course. And yeah, I mean, I guess, how are you doing as we sort of close out the whole lockdown process and you know, we're sort of entering normalcy or, you know, what used to be normal. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. You know, there were, there were a lot of parts of the silver lining of, of going into lockdown was, you know, I, I've spent a lot of my career being out in the world, you know, you're at your community building or networking or raising capital, you're here and you're there. And it's, it's, it can be so exciting, but it can also be so draining and something I took away from from the lockdown that I'm hoping to take into whatever normalcy, new social normalcy looks like is just um, being thoughtful with my time and how I'm spending it and where I'm going and what I'm doing as I as I build a company and want to preserve, you know, as much energy as I have and kind of in building my baby. So I guess like a little trepidatious, kind of not knowing what to expect, but also really happy that I'm like, I'm making eye contact with people and I'm hugging people. And that's so important to being happy in in our day to day. So yeah, that's how I'm doing. How are you doing? (laughs) Good. I mean, I, I think to what you said, I feel like so many people, like we've all learned different things about ourselves during this. And I could only imagine with businesses trying to revamp and just sort of recalibrate how you worked before and just try a whole new style, you know, whether it be restaurants, you know, who had to go from outdoors to indoors to takeout to, you know, whatever worked or companies, you know, having to go remote. 
um, I feel like we've learned a lot and adjusted to this, I guess, pandemic lifestyle. And I think that, you know, I've found some positives within it. So I think going out there into this next chapter, whatever we should call it, um, this post pandemic life, I think it'll be interesting to, you know, take some of that with us and see, you know, where we're at there. Yeah. Well, um, the time that came after, I mean, I'm dating way, 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 way back, but as a bit of a history buff, I just had this conversation with somebody, the time that came after the black plague was the Renaissance. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting what's mirroring kind of right now, like we are coming back into this world. I mean, obviously with different tools and technology and things like at our fingertips, but we're kind of at the precipice of whatever that, whatever that renaissance could feel like and the amount of change that's coming. So it's, it's a pretty wild time to live. Yeah. Well, then I, I saw, I guess, to add on to that even, I saw a thing too with the whole, like when we were in the middle of the lockdown and things were just dark, um, I saw a, like a meme that had talked about, well, everybody wondered why after the gold, like during the golden age, like everybody dressed up so, and like just lavishly went out. And it's like, everybody spent, you know, a year, two years locked up inside with the plague men. So it's, it's really crazy to, you know, see how we're going to be. But like I said, I feel like I learned a lot and going forward, like, I hope I'll remember to use some of that and take it with me. So you will. I'm not worried about it. (laughs) But yeah, so I guess to, in terms of where to start, I kind of am hoping let's sort of dive into Quilt and what the company is, and then we can sort of trace back your history starting it because it went through, like I said before, it went through um, sort of a different phase during the pandemic. Yeah, so um, Quilt is, we are a social wellness platform. So we're the first of its kind social wellness platform. Um, So at at our core, we are a social network that uses live audio as a way to come together, have conversations and kind of find and create communities that we want to belong in. Um, The mission is really like, I believe that we can heal the world through conversation, through supportive, appreciative, respectful, kind, fun, playful types of conversations. So Quilt is really about that. You can come and you can talk about anything from like, you know, um, habits and routines and career and purpose and fertility and astrology or parenthood. doesn't matter the topic, but it's the style of conversation that we come together and have. And the outcome is really that we build, you know, meaningful relationships and that we grow collectively and, and as an individual. So we're a social wellness platform. We're using audio as a way to have live conversations and the outcome is feeling good and uh, growing as a human. I love that. And I think, you know, when I was looking at it, it's really just sort of any conversation or topic that you're thinking, wow, I wish I could chat about this with somebody. I mean, that's sort of what you're seeing on Quilt. I mean, those are the topics and um, ideas, whatever it may be, subject matters that you really see discussed on there. So I'm curious um, if you wouldn't mind explaining then, you know, a little more about these topics and what sort of made you choose to have these hosts come on and explore these matters. Well, I think it's it's good to know that um, we really set the tone of what we're excited to come together and talk about, but the community itself leads the conversations. 
So we're here and we support and we inspire and we picked, you know, like we have conversation tags, right? So when you're going onto Quilt and you want to open up a space and have a conversation, you can tag it with spirituality or self-exploration or career and purpose. And so we've picked those tags, but whatever anybody wants to call these titles, they, they can, right? And so we have everything from, you know, Jay Ray, who is this medium doing a 21 day challenge. She's opening the app every morning at 6.30 in the morning and giving like a homework, a spiritual homework assignment that day where people are doing it and like learning about it and opening up other rooms and holding each other accountable. Um, we have, you know, people like Ryan Weiss, who's doing like one-on-one -on -one kind of rapid fire coaching or Saudi Simone. So there's people that are coming on and they're teachers and they're wisdom seekers and they're coaches and they're holding space in this really profound way. And we also have just people who are in the community who want to talk about their day. They want to like hang out and find out what you're cooking. Um, they want to do a book club. Um, and maybe sometimes the author just shows up to it, which can be really cool. Um, it can be about, you know, I don't know if I want to get pregnant. Um, does what, you know, who else on here is, is wondering that, or what are different ways to go about building a career um, and how to go about it? So it's become this kind of like iterative process of the community, just like really feeling into the topics they care about. And then titling it on their own, you know, it's, it's user generated in that way. Um, so I learn a lot every time I see a notification pop up with a title, I'm like, cool. Like we're, that's what we're going to talk about today. I love that. Yeah. It, it's really interesting because I think, you know, you don't need to be an expert. Like you said, you can be for the most part, anyone with a voice with something to say or something to share. Um, and I really love that because I mean, people are so knowledgeable about things and also like people are curious about a lot. And I think the internet, while sometimes dangerous when it comes to you know, using it to search for answers, I think in terms of, you know, using a platform to host conversation and have individuals come together to ask these questions and share responses, I think that's absolutely beautiful. And I think right now, during the pandemic when, you know, we spent so much time really just isolated from society, I think having a place to go and share in our grievances, our struggles, everything. Um, did you see a lot of that, I guess, on the platform where people, you know, having these, I guess, COVID chats, if you will? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, what's beautiful is like, everyone on quilt doesn't agree, right? There are different belief systems, different backgrounds, different ways of seeing and viewing the world. But what I saw on quilt was people coming together to share their different perspectives, their fears, what they're excited about, you know, should I get vaccinated? Should I not? This comes up for me. That comes up for me. I'm feeling like anybody else lonely. What does it mean about me that I feel lonely? I live, you know, I live alone or, like I'm going through these changes in my relationship because we spend every waking moment together, right? Like all of that was like, we would have people that were on like quilters, like quilting from their closet because you know, like they're in a studio apartment in like New York and like their partners working in the other room. They're like, they just needed to connect with someone outside of their home, right? Yeah. And they're like in their 
just kind of talking, you know, or their baby finally fell asleep that they had during the pandemic. And so, you know, they're rocking their baby and talking and we've really become close, like a deep community. It's interesting. It's um, not quilt led, but next weekend there's a, a quilter is putting on a picnic where quilters are flying in from around the country to meet in person for the first time because like we all became really, really close in the pandemic just by hearing each other's voices and we've never met before. So yeah, it's been pretty interesting to see like, okay, this is what's going on in the world. We're gonna come together and talk about it. Okay, now there's another thing that's come up. You know, you you open up the news, you see what's, you know, conversations happening in between, you know, Israeli and Palestinian. You see what's going on with Black Lives Matter. You see like what's, you know, what law was passed? What wasn't? Why is this a federal holiday now when it was all of these things? Yeah. And like just going to quilts to talk about it before Google searching or Instagramming. I'm, I'm really honored that we've kind of become that trusted space to go first. Sure. And I guess to go back to, because you said like everybody's meeting up in person now, which is really great. Um, to go back to sort of the history of it and how you initially founded the company, Quilt really started out um, very different from how it is now. Um, quilt really started out with people conversing literally in each other's homes. So would you mind explaining, I guess, how you founded the company and sort of its origin? Yeah, of course. So um, I've been building community professionally now for over a decade. All of my work has been focused on how do we bring people together um, so we can you know, collaborate, so we can learn from each other, so we can work together, so we can be in romantic relationships together. So my whole, that's my whole background is kind of bringing people together and something that really, something that I found difficult in some of my work was that a lot of the communities I was building were real estate bound, you know, in social clubs, co-working centers, you know, get on a plane, go to a retreat, go to a social impact conference. And I thought, you know, amazing things happen inside these spaces, but they're expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, They're hard to get to. Um, Sometimes there's like a vetting process to get in. And why is this not, I want my work to be more accessible. I want to impact more people because community is the way that we heal, you know, and we grow and we like, we flourish, but it's not accessible. Um, So Quilts originally was launched as a technology marketplace inspiring people who already had these homes to open them and allow for community experiences to happen inside the home. So come together for a small group conversation, cook a meal together, co-work next to one another, education sessions. So can we take the spaces that we have and inspire people to use them so that it's not just, you know, this big space in Hollywood, but it's actually peppered across all of Los Angeles out of thousands of homes. So that was quilt. uh, That was how quilt started. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and I guess then you shifted, was it because of the pandemic that you shifted fully to the app or, you know, had you been sort of longing to launch the app to begin with? So, Yes, and um, before the pandemic hit, about a month or two before, um, we conducted some quilter interviews 
to, and something I heard quite frequently from quilters that were in the offline uh, quilt, would say, you know, like I would quilt for an hour a day if I could, but like, you know, getting in your car, getting dressed, going there, like we're busy. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, wow. You know, like I know that if somebody could quilt for 10 minutes a day, that it would have such a positive impact on like their well being, on their happiness, on their joy. I was like, okay, well, so there's friction. There's inherent friction built in. And then we started testing uh, Zoom and like these different formats. And then the pandemic hit and strangers no longer could gather in homes. And all of a sudden, the only way we could connect is if there was a digital solution. So in testing video and audio and, and all the different types of like features that we could build, mm-hmm. um, it became very clear that audio was just the winner um, for for having these types of conversations. And then we very quickly kind of rolled up our sleeves and went and built it so that we could be a solution that exists, you know, kind of in the time we needed it the most. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what makes it really great that that sort of launched during the pandemic is because, I mean, like we sort of talked about before, being really isolated from everybody else, um, it's bad for a lot of ways. I mean, bad because, you know, we stop really communicating with one another, checking in, um, you know, and something is like simple and corny is just like making memories, life experiences, all of these different things. And it can, I think for a lot of people, you know, people got really low because of it, but what's great about quilt and sort of sparking these real time conversations is that you sort of bring back that community aspect that we were definitely, I mean, 100% lacking because of the pandemic. Um, And I think for me, I've always had like a love hate relationship, I guess still do with social media. I think a lot of people do, right? But um, what I really learned to value from social media during the pandemic was the ability to really connect with others. So I guess for you, since, I mean, when you look at, you know, Quilt's webpage, you see, you know, the company really focuses on just old fashioned communication. And I love that. So would you say that, you know, some other social networking platforms out there perhaps miss that sense of community and involvement? Yeah. I mean, yes, I think that's a lot of my hypothesis is that current social platforms were not built um, to celebrate all people. Um, And a lot of the features that are being used separate us and other us and compare us versus bringing us together, right? So asynchronous static images, just text where you don't understand like the what's being said, um, video filters because what you look like isn't good enough. You know, I mean, it's unfortunately, it's all these fun tools um, that for me, when I use them, like I don't, I don't feel good when I leave Instagram. I'm not like, oh yeah, like I feel refreshed. I'm like, I should have meditated. <laughs> like yeah. that's what I should have done. Um, and really what it comes down to is I think, you know, a lot of social media platforms are just platforms. You can't just say you're a community because people can go on them and like buttons and post pictures and do things like a community has a set of values 
there are roles, people honor those, there's consequences if you don't. Like the community takes yeah. care of one another. There's a sense of belonging and it's it's this thing that's so much greater than the individual um, and it's purposeful. So no, I don't believe, I have yet to come across like another social platform that feels like a community to me it feels just like an open platform yeah I completely hands down agree with all of that and I just think I mean has it ever really been about community because even just thinking back I was gonna say recently but when you really think back to it I mean like there've always been the filters and the photos. And I mean, a lot of social media is, I think, photo content sharing. And I think because of that, it's turned into a really uh, look at me attitude, right? Everybody wants to, I mean, who doesn't want to like go on a trip and share a glamorous picture highlighting it? Um, but that's really all it's become. I yeah. think um, it's a lot of like, look at me, look what I'm doing. And we've really lost the whole like you said the purpose of it the yeah. purpose is to share to come together have some sort of community online um that goes beyond sort of just like the traditional like comment or like um and I think quilt by having by truly focusing on conversation I mean that's the sole focus of the platform is conversation um yeah. you really do reel in you know that aspect of community yeah, yeah. Um, one of our one of our taglines is that we're taking the me out of social media. I love that. So you, I mean, you just said it. So I'm saying it back. And or I'm just like we're focusing more on the social than the media. I mean, media. If we think about the evolution of mass media to social media, now we're now every big company's in a race to be the creator first platform, and mon now we're monetizing all of our connections and turning everything into a transaction and amazing. I want people to be paid for their art. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That, that cannot replace our need for human connection, right? Like it's at our core, we still need human connection in, and some of that has turned into more isolation and more loneliness as a result of solo creation. So um, I appreciate you pointing that out. I agree. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about the dangers of social media in the past on here, specifically, you know, when you think of like content creation and just like sharing photos and all of that, and you brought up the filters, everything. Um, I think, you know, more and more um, different social media platforms. I mean, like I'm thinking of your Instagrams, your Facebooks, they keep creating these ways for you to sort of enhance the appearance of your life. And I think if you're not buying into that lifestyle, then you're really not like fitting in on the platform. Yeah. And um, it's sort of like an odd man out situation. So it's like either buy into, you know, the glamorous yeah. look of our brand or, you know, don't use it. Um, yeah. I struggle yeah. with that. Cause I, I love, I love social media. You know, I have uh, Instagram and uh, you know, uh, Twitter, Facebook, um, I use them all for different reasons, but I think, um, yeah, it, it's, 
it's almost nerve wracking because you feel like, oh, should I, you know, should I be using these filters <laughs> and should I, you know, should I be posting this content online that everybody else is when there's like a hashtag or, or whatever it may be in use. Um, and it's like, there's a lot of pressure that's uh, come into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, if we're taking the me out of social media, we sit here and think, what will me posting this do or not do for someone who's going to consume it right and so i think the more we can be i mean i'm deeply empathic and i think so many people are and it's whether people are aware of the skill know the skill use the skill i think if we can feel into how someone else might be feeling and like how to show up sensitively to that and also still maintain authenticity mm -hmm. uh, and not perpetuate this like idea that our lives look better than they are. You know, I, there's, I have, and I'm, I've done this too. I have friends who I know are, you know, founders, like we're struggling. This is really hard, right? Like, to be a venture backed tech startup, to be a woman to like in this space, you know, to have a mission that you want to heal and like meet numbers, all of these things, like it can be really, really hard. And I'll be in conversation with other founders and, They'll be like, I'm having the worst day of my life. And I'm like, amen, sister, like today <laughs> sucks. And then I'll look on their Instagram and it's like flowers and happy and like, blah. I'm like, girl, like what, like what just happened? And I, you know, I used to do it. And now for me, I'm like, I'm really trying to hold myself accountable to not projecting something that's not true um, mm -hmm. because we don't that's not fair, right? Like then we don't allow anyone to see us and show up for us and, and care for us. And so I'm, I'm hoping that Quilt can continue to be the space where you can just show up exactly as you are, say the thing you're really genuinely feeling and realize that like everybody else is right there with you. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, I mean, I say that a lot. <laughs> like a lot of times we think we're the only person going through something and we feel really isolated and we create this sort of bubble that we trap ourselves in. But like, I cannot even begin to tell you how many times like somebody else, even very close to you could be going through the exact same thing. Yep. Um, yep. And I think we find that out a lot through social media. And I'm curious then with Quilt, what have some of the responses been from your users and sort of what they're finding with, you know, within the app? Yeah. Um, I mean, a big, big outcome for quilters is like making, building meaningful relationships, just people they would have never otherwise ever connected with a woman in Kansas to, you know, to a man in, um, in Atlanta, like people working together, people finding, I mean, outcome not intended, but people finding their the coach or their somatic therapist or just like finding the support. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen a lot of quilters like start that project that they were procrastinating, like getting the support um, that they were, they were seeking and just tackling that. I've overall, I've been, I've been blown away by the shift that I'm noticing in a lot of people, the more people quilt, like they, I don't know, just a, a more optimistic view on life, like a, a happier kind of like, yes, life is hard. We're going through a lot of change. It, you know, there's 
crises like every time you open up your phone some notification some news some alert something um but i'm noticing that some people that have come on months later are are handling it you know and helping now helping others handle it or feel into it or be it so yeah a lot of growth i think just watching watching quilters evolve and and feel better than they did when they originally came on is kind of the biggest thing i'm i'm excited about yeah and i think that's the beauty of it right like you could have people from completely different walks of life and still have you know the same issues going on at home um and i think that's yeah i think that's something that you know social media and just the conversation the communal aspect of an app like quilt can really remind you know people of so i guess for those who don't know would you mind explaining i guess some of the app's features like how um i guess like a, a brief tutorial on how you use it yes so anyone is welcome to quilt um, we are right now, um, we are on iOS, we are building Android. So if you are Android, go to wearequilt.com and sign up so you can get an invite when it's ready. Um, easy breezy kind of download. Um, you, you make it through, you create your profile, tell about yourself. Sometimes people will put in things like their astrology or their strengths finder, or their Enneagram, like people like to kind of describe um, a little bit about themselves and what they're working on. You pick topics that you're interested in talking about, mm-hmm. um, which helps us over time kind of curate the types of conversations and people that we introduce you to or connect you to. Um, and then once you're in, the home screen is where live conversations exist. And so you'll see the different live conversations in that moment. So you might see one that's about like an astrology chat corner. You might see another that's like a founder support circle, uh, mindful parenting. And you'll see little faces. And those are the human beings that are in there in that moment talking. Um, So you can join those and you join as a listener. So you're not expected to do anything. You're not going to be like put on the spot or anything. You just join as a listener. Um, and if you want to participate, you can raise your hand and participate. Um, if you want to participate non-verbally, we have emoji reactions that you can use, um, like hearting and laughing and, and different things. Um, we also put in um, pronouns in a section. If you have a name that consistently gets mispronounced, you can put in the phonetic spelling there so that you're not mispronounced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can start a quilt at any time and you can put that on our calendar or you can just do it spontaneously. Um, And so you can host your own conversations. Again, you do not need to be an expert at all. Um, It can be like, what are you making for dinner? How are you feeling today? Or did you see the news? What, what's about, what's going on? (laughs) Um, And yeah, you can search people. You can, you know, there's discovery. So sometimes we feature certain hosts that are having conversations um, and you can curate your notifications to specific people that you want to hear from more about join uh, in their groups for. So those are, that's a lot of the kind of primaries. We have other things developing um, coming out over the next few months because it's, it's been a few months now, but that's the primary mechanics. Exciting. Yeah. I mean, I think one of my favorite things about Quill is the fact that these are live conversations. Um, A lot of apps do include, you know, videos where you could tune in and watch conversations, watch workouts, whatever it may be. 
And that's great. But one of my biggest pet peeves about it is that I sometimes really like conversations that happen in real time so that you could ask questions and join in on the conversation and all of those things. Um, because once again, you're really keeping the community and the support and all of that within that. Um, so I think it's, yeah, really, I can't wait to see what you do with it and you know how you continue to grow. Yeah, no, it is. You're right. And it's, it's funny. I always have to remind myself how much I have to keep saying like, there is no video. Like you can quilt, you can quilt from the bath. You can quilt from your bed. You can quilt from your car. You can quilt from a hike. I was quilting on an airplane coming back from New York to LA. So that part's really cool because people are very present, but you, we've got stuff going on, right? So you don't have to be camera ready. Like you really can, you can tune in, but you can also interact and engage and talk as much as you want to. And it's a new um, behavior uh, that is kind of starting to starting to grow in the social networking landscape. And I'm, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. I mean, there's essentially no rules, which I love. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Just, just on, on quilt, just be kind and Mm -hmm. talk about whatever comes to your mind. So, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, like I said, I can't wait to see what all you continue to do with it. Do you have any upcoming projects that you're working on? Um, I know you guys are on social, so, uh, and you keep a lot posted on there about things that are, you know, coming up. So is there anything, um, you know, in the works that you're working on? Yeah, so we are, yeah, going, our Instagram is We Are Quilts. We definitely post a lot of things there. Like I said, we're in the midst of this 21-day challenge with J-Ray. We're going to keep doing fun kind of, you know, daily or weekly habit forming, you know, growth oriented kinds of challenges like that. So we're excited about that. Um, we're, we're starting to do some work with d- different partners and different like space around, you know, putting um, book clubs together with some of our favorite authors. Um, so stay tuned for that. That's forthcoming. That. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about that. We're, we're building out um, like cert, we're calling it circles. So these, these private groups that you can join. So if you want to tune into like a Monday night grief group and you want to know, like, this is the group of people that are going to be there and I'm going to keep meeting with them, you know, every week, week over week. So you'll be able to join, not just like a one-off conversation, but ongoing, consistent, smaller groups kind of based on what your goals are. Mm-hmm. So that's, those two things are, those are coming soon as well. Great. Well, I can't wait to see it and follow along. And like I said, I'm going to be linking everything in the episode description so people can check out the website, the app itself. Um, I think not only is it great that you have a place where people can go for live conversations and discussions and share in and get support and all of that, but you're also, you know, having experts on and just anyone, right, talking about really great topics. Um, things that are impacting us globally, um, things that impact us personally. And I love it. So I, like I said, I can't wait to see, you know, what all you continue to do with it. Awesome. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I can just tell you get it. And I love that. I mean, I know you built it, but you really, you really understand, you know, this world and what is needed. And I've really enjoyed just talking about it with you. Definitely. Well, and I'm curious. So I guess with this being handling it, you know, I always love to ask, um, has there been a piece of advice, you know, you've 
founded this company, you've been on quite the journey with it. Has there been a piece of advice or a lesson that you've learned that's really helped you handle your life? Um, well, I, I am a recovering perfectionist and I oftentimes don't know, like, it's not my, I've rewired my brain a little bit, but it's not, it's not my original thought to think you're doing great. Mm -hmm. I'm always thinking, what more can I do? How could it be better? How can I do better? And when you're purpose-driven, that can be a slippery slope because doing better means helping more people. Um, but I have really amazing advisors and, you know, people like investors and people on the team that can level set and just say like, wow, like, look at what we did today. Like it, the positive of today, the fact that like you, I don't know that, uh, that you're doing great. <laughs> right? Like there's always going to be more to do and more to accomplish and more to get done. But that like, right now you're doing great exactly as you are. Um, and just remembering that has been really helpful for me. So that process of just like slowing down and acknowledging all of the amazing things that are happening and being really grateful for those things. And then like the next day comes and it's like, you've got another day to influence and, and going back out there and doing it. So that's, that's probably the area I've gotten the most support on is just knowing that I'm doing, I'm doing great. <laughs> Ob yeah, obviously. And I think, you know, you brought up the whole idea of being a perfectionist and I watched another interview you did where you spoke more about that with, um, you know, women, women tend to be perfectionists, right? We like to do a good job with projects we're working on. And I think that can be sometimes a tricky slope when it comes to starting a business, being an entrepreneur. Um, at least I find that with things, you know, I get in my head trying to make things perfect. And then sometimes you just don't follow through with the idea. You spend so much time trying to perfect something. And then it's like, wait a second, like, what did I even do? I haven't done anything yet. So I think we tend to get in our heads and I mean, there's also self-doubt, there's all these things, but I think too, like you said, to your point, you just have to remember, like you're doing, like you're doing the best you can. And I think within that too, like you just have to do it. If you have an idea, follow through with it. Yeah. We're always going to have hesitation, but don't let it control you and don't let that whole perfectionism, you know, control you at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, we learn from trying. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't try, if you don't put it out there, if you don't try, like if I showed you the first quilt website, like so bad, it didn't even make sense. Like you could barely read it. Like, but you just like, you gotta start the process, right? You gotta get something out so you can get some feedback so you can iterate on it. And, and you know, we, we say ship to learn here like you gotta it's it's progress over perfection slow down to speed up and like shift to learn um as like some of our really our core values and i'd rather it be out in the world getting feedback than like stuck on your laptop without learning from it so i really i think particularly women um we can support one another and just 
taking what feels like a risk and and de-risking it by putting it out there and just seeing what happens. Yeah. I mean, I think everything starts somewhere and we have to remember that at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very rare somebody launches their idea and it's the perfect product. I mean, there's always, there's always room for growth with anything we do. Yeah. And there's I, no such thing as an overnight success. No. <laughs> no. Not even for the best of the best. I mean, everybody's, like I said, everybody starts somewhere. Yeah. We're always evolving. Um, and I think that's just something to remember with, you know, any sort of business or idea is yeah. just remember that. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree. Yeah. Well, Ashley, this was so great. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. And like I said, I just, I can't wait to see what all you continue to do with this. Thank you, Catherine. It's such an honor to be here. You're a delight to talk to. And I, I look forward to quilting with you. Well, I hope you all enjoyed hearing from Ashley and learning more about Quilt. I'm leaving links in the episode bio so you can check out Quilt's website and learn more about the app. Thank you to Ashley so much for coming on and thank you listeners so much for tuning in. As always, let me know what you thought of our episode. You can reach us on Instagram at Handling It Podcast and feel free to send us a message and let us hear your thoughts and suggestions. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode, but until then, keep staying safe with everything going on in the world right now and keep handling it. I'll talk to you soon.